Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the three-game NBA main slate on Monday. If you are new to the channel, welcome. Uh, I make content for DraftKings for Prize Picks, which is the sponsor of this video, and for NBA Top Shot. Again, sponsors Prize Picks. If you are not familiar with Prize Picks, it is a player prop site. A lot of different ways you can play. I've been making videos on Prize Picks. I've been doing extremely well. I think we're like 13 of the last 15 or something like that. I'll have a video up after this for the prize pick board as well, if, if that's something that interests you. But again, if you're a first time user, you can use my code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. And again, guys, if you are looking for more in-depth content uh, for DFS, I do offer that in patreon.com. We've had a really, really solid start to the playoffs. Um, and I do off also offer USFL package, which um, you know, we had TJ Logan, uh, also unfortunately it pivoted to Quincy Pond, uh, Pondexter, Poindexter, uh, because the whole field was, and that was a mistake, but I have a stack going in that late game and it's going to be played tomorrow. So, um, again, I cover USFL, NBA and esports. If, if you're interested in any of those packages, you can check out my Patreon linked down below. But like I said, we've had some really, really big nights. Um, so I'll just go over a, a couple. I just want to shout out a few big ones here. Um, King me with, I think he won like. It's a little bit hard to see from here, but um, I think he won like over four grand off of like a hundred bucks. Uh, he was he had a sweat in the big tournament for a while, but still a, a massive, massive night. Um, another big night here for for Char. He's been on fire. Um, he turned what forty forty two dollars into five hundred and fifty. Uh, can't beat that ROI. Um, Shulip was a chicken. Yeah. Uh, Crowder, we'll, we'll get to that, but, um, solid night all around for, for a lot of us. So I hope you guys had a good night as well. And let's now look at my lineup, uh, before we talk about this three game slate. Hmm. <clears throat> huh. Huh, huh, huh. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Just uh, take a look at his box score. Hmm. Last five games or so. 23, 25, 15, 30, 27. Oh, sure, right? Not a super high usage guy. But all around, do-it-all guy. Can, can contribute in a lot of different ways. Can knock down some corner threes. Um, I just needed an average game from him for a takedown. 1 point, 1 rebound, 1 assist, 1 block. That's it. I mean, I literally could produce more on the court than Jay Crowder in that game. Five fantasy points? Really? How many? I mean, I think he played like 30 minutes. Let me see. What did he finish with minutes-wise? Uh, just an average game from Jay Crowder, right? Just give me 20. 20 and I'm happy. 28 minutes. Five fantasy points. Tony Snell-esque performance there from Crowder. Unreal, but still another 4X night. Back-to-back 4X night, so can't really complain, but 
again, you got to take advantage and, and win those tournaments when you have a chance. And yeah, I think an average game from Crowder here, and I'm right up, you know, what, 19 points back at first. He finished with five. So like, give me an average game and I'm, I'm, I'm right there. Um, also was very, very tilted about Kyle Lowry uh, on pace for 40 plus easily. He had 33 and a half through three quarters. Massive blowout. Doesn't touch the court in the fourth quarter. Seth Curry also started very hot. I swear, I watched that game. He had, he should have had like three or four steals, and they didn't count any. They just gave like Kyrie had like 20 steals. They just gave them all to Kyrie. Uh, but yeah, I went back to the wall on a couple guys to let people down as massive chalk, and you saw the ownership drop big time. So, for example, Seth Curry was very, very popular the other day when there was, you know, not much value. So my question is to the people, what changed, right, other than Seth Curry couldn't hit the broadside of a barn last game? You have to have short-term memory. Uh, and, uh, again, I knew the ownership would be very low on him because he burned a lot of people. It wasn't great. He was I mean, nothing crazy. But um, why, why the ownership dropped? that much right the, the 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 value wasn't great obviously we had 50 percent jay crowder go for five fantasy points so um and then also another guy jonas valanciunas which we talked about a lot talked about how i really like those pelicans guys um i wasn't worried about his minutes getting slashed here because of the matchup right Suns are a big team so i knew we were getting normal minutes of valanciunas can we also talk about his shooting performance shot like four of 20 and he's still on for 54 fantasy points i mean an average shooting game from JV, he goes for 70 in this spot. So, um, yeah, another thing I was really hammering home on Patreon, I love the two mid-range guys. In the, uh, it, I love the two Boston mid-range guys, Horford and Smart. Now, obviously, Smart was very popular. Horford, on the other hand, not so much. 18% ownership. Um, yeah, I, I liked the balance build here. Ingram, I needed CJ there, not Ingram. So I picked the wrong other Pelican. It was CJ that took over. I think CJ finished like 50 plus fancy points. Ingram just kind of stood in the quarter in the fourth quarter. Pretty tilting to watch that as well when, you know, you're close to the big money. Um, and then yeah, Chris Paul was absolutely massive. Half the field faded him 64 fancy points, an absolute smash there for, for Chris Paul, but Crowder, man, Crowder, Crowder, Crowder. But hey guys, that's it for the look back. Again, hope you guys had a, a good night yourself. And let's talk about this three-game slate. So the most interesting team to talk about here is Toronto. Um, on the road, and they have three main rotation players out or not expected to play. Scotty Barnes, doubtful. Gary Trent Jr., also doubtful. Thaddeus Young, doubtful. So you already have a tight rotation for Toronto. I mean... I'm not kidding. You might see 48 minutes from Siakam Van Fleet and like 45 from OG or something like that. So as far as the top end guys go, you're just going to get absolutely massive minutes here for both. So um, Siakam and Van Fleet, I think Van Fleet's a little bit easier to get to. He does have that shooting guard eligibility. Uh, plus he's like almost $2,000 cheaper. Van Fleet uh, did not have the best game last game and fouled out pretty early in the fourth. Like he was on pace for like 44 minutes or something. So like he fouled out like very early in the fourth quarter. So I like both Siakam and Van Fleet here. And I think OG Ananubi is a very safe play in the mid-range. Played 32 minutes last game. Um, he's going to have to play all the minutes he can handle. So the main guys for Toronto will look really, really good. And I think you have to look to these value options too now for Toronto. So my boy, Chris Boucher, only 4.4K. Um, also, fouled out in 15 minutes. But you look at the roster, there's not many guys left that Toronto has confidence in to play. And we have seen... Throughout the regular season, when two of the main guys are out for Toronto, it's Boucher that shifts into the starting lineup. 
So if we get Chris Boucher starting here at 4-4, uh, I think he's going to stand out as one of the best values in the slate. Also, Precious Achua actually defended Embiid pretty well. Um, played 29 minutes last game, too. I think he plays huge minutes. I really, really like Boucher and Achua. I think they're going to play huge minutes in this game. Oh, note that young, too. I think Ken Birch will be in the rotation at 3.2. Now, he's obviously not as productive, but he probably sees, like, close to 20 minutes or so, maybe more. But, yeah, it's really Boucher and Achua that stand out. Now, as far as the rest of the rotation goes, I don't know because – you're obviously getting big minutes from Siakam, Van Fleet, and OG. I think you probably get around like 30 or so minutes from Boucher and Achua, maybe a little bit more. Ken Birch will play off the bench. Is is it Yuta Gotnabe season? I think I think Watnabe could be in the rotation or like one of like Malachi Flynn or Imani Brooks. Um, I don't know who they would go to, um, like Flynn versus Brooks. Um but I think one of those guys will probably be in the rotation as well. Maybe you see a little bit of C. Mackay Luke, um, possibly, but really you're going to see huge minutes for the main guys here for Toronto. So definitely a team I really like on this small slate. On the Philadelphia side, I'm still in uh, immense pain from the previous night when I had Embiid and Jokic just both go for subpar, game, subpar games. Again, like, Decent games from both, and I take down the previous night too. So been close back-to-back nights, but yeah, Embiid uh, played 37 minutes and got pulled in the blowout. He would have played about 40. Um, I'm fine going right back. He had a subpar shooting game, and it just everyone else on the team went off besides Embiid. Uh, so I mean, James Harden had a really solid game. He's going to play huge minutes. I think he looks pretty good as well at nine three. Um, he didn't have the best shooting game, but you're going to see massive usage for Harden and Embiid. And you saw big games for both Tobias and Maxi. Again, everyone smashed besides Embiid. Now, with Tobias and Maxi, we know Philadelphia is going to run a tight rotation. So these two are going to play big minutes. I think they're fair options in the mid-range. I would be, though, a little bit hesitant. Don't expect those type of performances again from Tobias and Maxi. I think both performances were definitely outliers. I think they're solid options, but... Um, you're not going to get like close to 50 fans points every single night from Harris and from, from Maxi. Now the bench here from Philadelphia, I mean, Milton will probably play, I don't know, 10 to 15 minutes at that price point. Can't do it. Um, Doc Rivers actually made the correct decision for once, for once in his life. He played Paul Reed as the backup five. That's the correct move in this series. I uh, do not have the dust of DeAndre Jordan touch the court. Uh, but yeah, Paul Reed, he's not going to play enough minutes unless Embiid gets into foul trouble. Um, Yang is 3-3. He played 16 minutes. Again, a little bit hard to go there. Um, Thibel, Danny Green, these are guys that probably see okay run, but neither are high usage guys. Uh, like Maybe around 20 minutes for both. I don't think it's necessary. Really focusing more on the main guys here for Philadelphia. All right, Utah and Dallas. So... Um, on the Utah side, once again, I think the main guys are a little bit underpriced. And Mitchell and Gobert, you saw 42 minutes of Mitchell. He did not have the best shooting game shot, 10 of 29, and still went for 52 fancy points. So he seems underpriced. I think Gobert is very safe. A shot one time, really. I took his over. So I, I got the over right on both Dallas guards on prize picks. The one guy I got wrong was Gobert. One shot attempt, he finished under his fancy points by a couple. One, one. But yeah, Gobert's going to play like mid-30s minutes. I think he looks like a safe option. Now, Bogdanovich saw a huge minutes bump, right? He played 40 minutes. So that is pretty significant, right? Like, Bogdanovich, for a good stretch, was playing like 30 to 35 minutes. If we're going to get close to 40 minutes, 
he is underpriced at 5.7K. Conley, I also think, is very safe at 5'6". Expect him to play mid-30s minutes. Didn't have the best game, but he's probably not going to kill you. Clarkson uh, feels a little bit pricey. Also only played 20 minutes. Would rather go to Clarkson or rather go to Conley or Bogdanovich for a little bit more. Whiteside did play a little bit more than I thought he played 13 minutes. Um, you know, he'll be productive when he's on the court. He's in play for tournaments. Uh, but again, don't expect huge minutes there. And then Royce O'Neal. Like I said, he's going to play big minutes. He played 31 minutes last game. He's probably not going to do much offensively, but he'll be on the court for a while. So he's playable. Now on the Dallas side, I'm not sure what DraftKings is doing with the price points. I mean, this didn't move Brunson and Dinwiddie. They're still underpriced. Both these guys should be like 8K or 8K plus. You have Brunson at 7-2, played 41 minutes. Obviously, no, or Luka Doncic not expected to play. So you're just going to get massive usage for both Dinwiddie and Brunson. So I like them both a lot once again. Um, they both have shooting guard eligibility, which is nice as well. You also saw Dorian Finney-Smith and Reggie Bullock played 44 minutes each. Dallas ran an insanely tight rotation. Now, with Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith, neither are productive. But if you're going to give me 45 minutes again, then sure. I think they're obviously playable value options. Dwight Powell at 4-7 is just too pricey. We also saw you, or Dallas try to go small against Utah and go to Kleba at the 5. So I'd be more inclined to take a shot in Kleba, play 24 minutes um, at 3.8K. Does have the power forward eligibility. Again, about $1,000 cheaper than Powell. And then you did see a little bit of Bertans and Josh Green in the rotation, but not enough for me to consider them. Final game is Denver at Golden State. Again, Jokic, massive blowout. Ugh. Still hurting from last night, but um, he's going to play close to 40 minutes. And you cannot play Boogie Cousins, right? You have to play Jokic as many minutes as you can handle. Um, so, yeah, I think Jokic looks really good here at the top if you have the salary. Uh, the mid-range guys look good, too. Like, Gordon, Barton, and Morris are all going to play huge minutes. Aaron Gordon, 6K, should play, like, mid-30s minutes. Uh, didn't have the best game last game. You did see a pretty solid game from Will Barton, who went for 40 fancy points. Um, and then Monty Morris was solid as well. He played uh, 31. So all three of those main guys, I think, are, are definitely in play. Uh, Bones Highland at 4-5 uh, did only see 17 minutes. So a more of a GPP-only option. Again, you did see Cousins in the rotation. He played more than I thought, and then he got ejected. Um, I mean, if you if I knew Cousins was going to play 15 minutes, I would play him. But if Mike Malone was smart, he would barely he would play Boogie like six to eight minutes or like maybe even have him out of the rotation and play Jamichael Green as the backup five. Um, Jeff Green, another one of his gross values. He's probably playing 25 minutes. He's probably getting at 15 fancy points. It's just kind of there. Austin Rivers will also be in the rotation. I just I just cannot stomach rostering Austin Rivers, though. There's just no way. And then Jamichael Green at three, two. Again, we'll be in the, like they're just eh, I don't I don't love anyone on the bench for Denver. And finally, Golden State. So was really interesting what Steve Kerr did there with Steph Curry. Um, he originally was started, then moved to the bench and said he was only using him in six-minute spurts. So he played 22 minutes in the blowout, probably would have played like 25. Um, keep an eye on the news here. If they're going to run a similar limit to Steph Curry, I have no interest in him. If he's full go, then obviously you can consider him in tournaments. Um, and then Poole and Thompson, you know, kind of look, monitor the Steph news. If Steph is once again pretty limited, then you can consider both Poole and Thompson. Um, but again, they, they definitely uh, don't have a, as high of a ceiling when Steph plays. And it just depends on, again, how many minutes does Steph play? Draymond, I think, is a pretty safe play. He played 29 minutes last game, probably would have played about 32 or so if the game would have stayed competitive. Obviously, he's a guy that can contribute in a lot of different ways. So I think he's a very safe option. Wiggins had a solid game last game, too. I would just rather go to Draymond, though, to some more price point. So. Not a big fan of Wiggins. Otto Porter will be in the rotation at 4-5. He probably plays, you know, 
25 so or so minutes. Um, he didn't do much last game, but if we continue to see like mid 20s minutes from Otto Porter, he can have a ceiling game at this price point. Kaminga only played in garbage time. Don't play him. Bielitsa played a little bit off the bench. Um, I guess he's in consideration for value. Um, Looney surprisingly only played 13 minutes. Golden State won small. Um, he wasn't really in foul trouble. I mean, he played well when he was on the court, but they went more small ball. And then you did see a little bit of run for Gary Payton at 3-4. He played 20 minutes last game. Playable value. Same with Iguodala. I mean, he's complete dust, but he'll probably play about 15 or so minutes. So, yeah, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the video. Again, if you do enjoy the YouTube videos, just make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Really appreciate all the new sub subscribers, guys. And be on the lookout for that prize pick video, which I'll have up after this. But thanks again. Have a great one, and I'll see you all in the next video.